This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaCanfora. Backup quarterbacks, Jake Browning stepping up. Hell, I didn't even know where Joe Flacco was two weeks ago, okay? I mean, yeah, honestly. Like, on his couch, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I had no idea. But he comes out, Jason, this dude was slinging the rock like he was 23 years old again. Oh, you yeah. know, so the Browns now, I think with him, have a real shot with that defense yeah. to do something. And here are the Bengals who, again, we thought I did. Listen, Joe Burrow, I'm a huge Burrow dude. He's done. They're done. And Jake Browning has stepped in and done a really good job. The Ravens guys to me, and I've been saying this to Jason, and he, he covers that team. He's there. And I've been saying, I think they're the best team. And Jason gives me week in and week out. Here's what I'm concerned about. And I was thinking about you all day Sunday as that game played out because I kept saying, no Mark Andrews, no Mark Andrews. And it, it ties into this division, guys, with the Bengals, Browns, and Ravens. And, I mean, Lamar, dude, he, he, oh, did, what, he did what amazing. I had been concerned about, which is, you said it, what's he going to do with no Andrews? Who does he go to? How, does, how do they score points? Long story short, let's talk Bengals, let's talk Browns, let's talk Ravens. Um, look, the, the Bengals right now are, are as loosey goosey as any team in the league. Like they're frisky. Like you don't want to play them right now. Um, and, and look, the Browning, like Browning isn't, this isn't Tyler Badgett. This isn't Tommy Cutlets. Like this kid was five-star in California. You know what I mean? Like this kid was big time, like big time talent. Um, and people develop at different stages, and you know the his college career didn't go. I'm sure exactly as he would like, and then you kind of get stuck in this cycle of bouncing around from teams and practice squads, and you know Tuesday workouts and all that. But like, there's some clay to mold there, and he's got really good pieces around him. Like this yeah. is, a, a you know, I mean, he's got guys who can make plays for him, and. Like Zach Taylor, man, he's calling the game like there's no tomorrow. And it's bringing out the best, not just in the offense, but in a defense that had been not up to snuff for most of the season. Um, I, I Look, this one to me was a little more even impressive than the, what they did in Jacksonville. Because Jacksonville, it was just kind of like third and long, throw it up. Throw it up for Jamar Chase. You know what I mean? See what Jamar – Jamar didn't do anything in this game. Jamar had one catch early in the game. He did nothing for three quarters. Had another catch late. But this was like Irvin here and Hudson there. And, you know, like it was mixing – like it It was it, it, it was a little different to me. And I, I almost found it a little more 
impressive. It wasn't just, you know, trips on one side, Jamar on the other side. I'm throwing it. You know what I mean? I'm I'm going to try to get Jamar in a one on one or a one on two. I'm going to throw it up to him down the sideline, and either he's going to catch it or it's going to end up, you know, on, on, on somebody's bench. Um, I, I yeah, like he's playing. He's I mean, his completion percentage is elite. His processing has looked elite. Um, and again, he's spreading the ball around. He's finding the right guy in the right spot. It's not just about um, a million targets to one guy. And then the Flacco thing, like this guy still has an elite arm. He still throws a great deep ball. He's more he, – look, he's not – like he's athletic enough, and he's still athletic enough that in certain situations he can buy himself a little bit more time. He's still fearless. And he has some weapons. And you look at Elijah Moore, and those two were together with the Jets. Like, that's the thing now. And and Joku in big spots downfield is is a thing now. Like, I thought that might be 20 targets a game to Amari Cooper. You know what I mean? And if he catches four deep balls, it hasn't been that. It, it hasn't been. It's been more of a balanced offense. And now they're, they're throwing the ball so much better on early downs that you're starting to see the run game come around a little bit more, even without Chubb, right? And I think yep. it's been, you know, this has been far better for Hunt uh, uh, and the other running back than, it, than you know, the whole DTR or, or you know, P.J. Walker thing was. The, the, the My problem with the Browns is the defense ain't what it was in September. It's not even close. And it's one thing – if you're giving up 28 a game on the road, but now you're, you're doing it at home and you're doing it to Jacksonville at home on a week for the quarterback, you know, it's a short week for the quarterback and he's got a high ankle sprain. Like I thought the Browns would win. I didn't think, you know, Jacksonville would be flirting with 30 points with the ball in their hands late. So I'm a little worried about the Browns defense and, and, and they're not playing at the level they were. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, they're leaking, Jason. You're right. Like, the first six weeks of the season, they had, like, the best secondary. They hadn't given up 200 yards passing and all this stuff. Miles was getting to the quarterback. They're leaking a little bit. They're, they're, they they got to put out some of these fires on defense. Yeah, but with Blacko, they've got the big play element there, and nothing's going to phase him. Nothing's going to rattle him. He's been there, done that. He's a cold-weather quarterback. He's won games in Cleveland. He owned Cleveland when he was in Baltimore. Um so, yeah, it's a pretty interesting story. And, again, he's feeling pretty good because, you know, he didn't go through any of the BS. Like, even training camp or getting beat up in a preseason game because he would have played in some preseason games. He's got none of that tread on his tire right now. So, that they're, they're an interesting team. I mean, they're much more interesting to me now than if, you know, if they were still trying to win games, you know, 12-9 with Walker or uh, – or DTR. So, yeah, I mean, one of those Ohio teams is probably getting in. I mean, and, and you know, maybe both of them uh, 
Cincinnati's AFC record isn't great. They're going to have to run the table. But, like, them beating the Colts is a big deal. Like, the Colts really, really needed that game. Yeah. And they suffocated the Colts. I mean, you know, the Colts had the pick six. That was their biggest, you know, play of the game. Like, offensively, they they really tamped them down, and it was a really good showing from the Bengals' defense. So, if they can ratchet it up a little bit on that side of the ball, yeah, I mean, it's – and, like, the Steelers aren't totally dead, you know? Like, they're not. Like, could the Steelers run the table? I mean, they could. They had a horrible five days. Could they run the table? Yeah. This division's like the opposite of the NFC South. And then the Ravens, <laughs> look, Lamar Jackson, what he did on Sunday, I was there um, with my son, my youngest, and uh, it was his first game, and he couldn't pick the better one. Oh, I wow. mean, Lamar accounts for almost 400 yards of offense. I mean, he runs for – over 70 throws for over 300 um the comeback drive at the end uh to get that thing to give them the lead and and you know the defense though in the fourth quarter gave it up and they do in the fourth quarter a lot and that thing got the overtime you know and they were picking on marlon humphrey and you can run on the ravens i mean as great as that defense is even bad teams run on them you know cincinnati doesn't run on many teams cincinnati ran on them the cardinals ran on them without connor like I worry about that. Um, and and Kyron Williams ran all over him. I think they came out and ran the ball the first nine plays, Carl. Like that was Sean McVay sent a message to that defense. Right. He ran for nine and then like threw for six straight and carved him up. <laughs> um and look, the Ram, the Rams, bro, the Rams are legit. They Matt are Stafford good. right now. Matt Stafford's playing like a top five, not top ten, top five quarterback right now. And the offensive line is legit. And Cooper Cup's legs are back under him. And this Nakua kid, he hit the rookie wall. He's bounced back from it. He's on the other side of it. Like, Stafford yep. is making big boy throw after big boy throw after big boy throw. And the defense, I think, is good and good enough, certainly good enough to beat most NFC teams. Like, look out for the Rams, man. Like, McVay <laughs> has them believing. And the Rams, that very easily could have been a comeback win for the Rams. Um and that wasn't a great day. 10 a.m. start for them on the East Coast against the number one defensive football. Ravens coming off a bye. Why? Windy, yeah. rainy, slick, a dome team who plays on fake turf, on messy, mucky, wet, soggy grass, muddy. Hey, they they showed something, man. Like the Rams, since that bye, they're a totally different team. Like, look I out think, for the Rams. I think this is Sean McVay's best coaching job. This is supposed. This is supposed to be a rebuild, right? I mean, yeah. you, 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 you let all those salaries go. You traded away Ramsey. You're trying to move guys, and I, I think this is his best job. And by the way, those three wide receivers, guys, they're all fifth round picks. Nakua, Puka Nakua, all those guys that are making catches are all fifth round picks, and and Jared Goff is making them look like first round picks. You know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. So uh, it's it's crazy. Uh, that division is wide open. I mean, the Ravens are in control. But but to your point about the Bengals, the Browns, and the Steelers, I, I have no idea. I cannot wait until till the, the end of this season to say, hey, these last four weeks – 